Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning into this show today. If you're listening live, this is May 20th, 2015, 3.30 Pacific Standard Time. And uh, what a month this has been for me. I'm not sure if anybody else is feeling that, but it's been a bit of a of a beautiful whirlwind where, you know, a lot of things are happening really rapidly, really quickly. And just in a way that, you know, we've all kind of been uh, anticipating, let's say. I think that's the best word, um, anticipating, that there was going to be this moment in time when everything would accelerate even further and that, you know, just upon us being committed and submitting to, um, you know, this process of waking up, that there would be a, a momentum that would take place. And so I definitely want to say that I, I'm feeling this momentum taking place in my life, and I'm just really able to multitask with grace and ease. And so I'm I'm in such gratitude for that, and I'm gratitude, in gratitude for being able to do the show and uh, for having you all tune into the show. If you guys have any anything that you want to talk about, anything you, you're noticing and you just want to even connect, a community to, to connect within. Um, and I noticed, you know, more people called when I was doing this at night. Um, it just became easier for me to do it um, earlier. But if you want to call in, the call-in number is 347-996-3263. You can always call in and you can always send an email to me personally, misspencer05 at gmail.com or to ascendedradio at gmail.com. And just, you know, let me know if you have any show ideas, if you have any anything that you would like to hear or a particular person or interview you would like to uh, to listen to or, or to encounter. And I just want to also let you know that this is available on the iTunes podcast. So if you do, I know in the last couple of weeks I just had a, a busy schedule and so I was unable to get on the show. So there's, you know, definitely several... Uh, three years' worth, almost, of episodes that you can go back to and listen to. But today I want to jump right into the topic, individual equals undivided from the whole. And in these two-week periods, I I have jotted down notes um, for some possible shows, so there are several. If I can get through this topic, I will definitely jump into some previous ones of the last couple of weeks to kind of let you know where I was. So individual equals undivided from the whole. So we've all heard that the outer world is just a mirror of our inner world. But what exactly does that mean and how does it show up? How can we begin to uh, create our individual worlds in order to co-create with the collective consciousness of all? And so that's really what I want to talk about today and how this whole sense of, you know, growing and developing and evolving as an individual is now coalescing into um, the connection between us all and, and, and really promoting a sense of unity consciousness that benefits everyone. Um, and so that's really what, you know, I was listening to, to Matt Kahn today, who I've mentioned on the show and who I've met in person and interviewed, and he's a fantastic teacher and just person, a very good energy. And, you know, some things he was saying really ignited um, and helped me ignite this topic for me and understanding uh, what is kind of going on, right, is that, you know, we have this, and some people say like service to self, but uh, service to others, where, you know, before we lived in a society where we were really service to self, and even within the context of spirituality, I would say, I think that, you know, we were really kind of, and me, I would isolate myself, and I still do, when I feel like I don't want to be in certain energies, and I don't want to allow certain energies around me, or to take that chance of, you know, lowering my, my own sense of self or, or 
my my mood or vibrational frequency, whatever you want to call it, um, that's kind of that whole, it's still within that kind of service itself for that individual um, evolvement that we're, that we're going through when we do that and that we've been, like I said, I call myself a cocoon, going into a cocoon or an isolation when I feel like I need to retreat and, and go within myself. And I think that's always just a precious thing that we can do. But right now what we're doing is developing ourselves to be able to go back into the world and be that missing puzzle that they were that they were missing um, because we were retreating inward and developing ourselves to be able to come back and be powerful enough to be above the level of the chaos that might be going on so that we can then attract them upward like a magnet into the levels or the heights of, of what we are developing ourselves to be. And so that that is contributing to this sense of unity consciousness and service to others that it really is still, you know, it's still being in service to self because you're a part of that oneness and you're a part of that wholeness and you're undivided from the whole. And so that is also, um, you know, let's say ascending you upward as well. Um, it's it's going to increase your energetic field because you are being of assistance and, you know, we're developing ourselves to the point now where we don't have to hide. You know, we, we can look powerfully, we can express to our, you know, family and friends, look, I'm a spiritual person, so that, you know, I don't have this particular uh, static belief system. You know, truth is fluid to me and, you know, this is where I'm, I've developed myself to be and I'm okay with you understanding or not understanding it, but I'm going to be this presence on the planet that is beneficial and and I want to be undivided from that energy. I'm no longer going to just, you know, develop myself and, and be afraid to share, you know, my, my creativity or my artistry or what it is that, you know, the, the joy or the peace that now I, I can feel because I have removed myself from participating in the chaos of the world. And it's not, you know, of course we've already, you know, we're releasing ego and judgment and all of those great things. So now we don't have to be in fear that we're that they're going to taint us type of a thing. And it is, you know, it does get to a point where you feel like, oh, I don't want your energy to taint mine. <laughs> you know, because mine's pure. And we, we want to move away from that as well and to be able, and, you know, really honestly, I feel like there there was a time when that did happen, you know, when other people would, their energy would influence ours, their moods would influence ours, and is the more awake and aware we become, you know, then we are more aware of our own power and, and how to stand that power and not allow other people's moods or or words or thoughts to engage us or to absorb into what it is that we are trying to experience. And so now we can be powerful, beneficial presence on the planet because we have taken that time to, to develop ourselves and to isolate ourselves and to begin to understand who, you know, who am I in this world and what do I, you know, wh- why am I here? And for a lot of us, you know, that you can call yourself, you know, a light worker or, you know, whatever it is, but for a lot of us that are, you know, committed to waking up and just knowing the truth of who we are, um, you know, we, we want to be of service, you know, whether it's doing a radio show or writing a book or a blog or, um, you know, whatever it is that you do or just, you know, sending messages on Facebook that are positive and uplifting or whether you're quietly blessing the entire planet or whatever it is that you do um, or just being, you know, being lighter within yourself is, is assisting the entire planet because you're removing that heaviness and that density that you once might have embodied through engaging in that chaos of stress and all of those things that you retreated from and that you cleared out. Now you're lighter, and so just even doing that and being, you know, even if you were so isolated, you are uplifting everyone. So, but right now, with the planet, there, there seems to be this opportunity for us to 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 really 
step up and to that we're all being positioned to, to be able to assist our families and our friends and and really you know releasing some of the fears and being releasing fears of success as well and, and fears of living a powerful life. I think that people, you know, some, some people don't realize that they, they do have that fear because they are asleep. And so they don't realize that, hey, maybe I'm sabotaging my success because I have a fear of it. But if you're asleep, you're unaware. You know, you're not aware or conscious that this is a fear and that that is a, a possibility um, for why you might be not living the life that you want to live. And then, of course, if that's a reflection of, the outer world, then, you know, that might cause some sort of dissension within yourself because, you know, you're 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 not feeling well inside of yourself and you're looking in the world and you're not feeling you're not you know, you're projecting that outward so you that's also what your experience is in the world. And so that type of thinking can lead to depression and all kinds of other ways of being that you don't necessarily need to go through to be on this planet and to evolve. So we definitely want to contribute to the wellness of ourselves and then once we're capable of doing that, like I said, you know, when you're in an airplane, the first thing they say is to save yourself. You know, put it, put the gas mask or the oxygen mask on your face before you do anything else, before you attempt to assist anyone else. And that's what we're doing. You know, when we isolate ourselves and when we become committed to waking up, um, and your practice can be yoga or meditation or whatever it is of, of connection. You can be using telepathy or you can be a medium or you, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're using to connect. Um, you know, once we're able to, to practice that enough and it becomes us, then we can then be of service. And that's that inclination that comes when you wake up that you can kind of feel this kind of calling forth to, to assist others in, in their waking up process. And, of course, this isn't, you know, this is not a really religiosity or, you know, some sort of a, an imposition on people because everybody will experience this life the way that they choose to. And because we're releasing judgment, it doesn't need to look like our lives or our process, and mine is not going to look like yours. Um, and so we don't need to kind of get stuck into relegating this process to a specific way of going through it. That's called religion. You know, it's rules and that's structure, and it had its place, and it may still have a place, but it's not the... I like to say that certain things are the cake, like, you know, my life as it is right now is the cake, but the it's not the icing on top of it. You know, the, the icing on top of the cake is not the cake, right? You know, that might be, you know, the smallest portion of, you know, an ice uh, a shelf that you can see, but it's not the actual uh, iceberg, right? It's not. The majority of the iceberg is under the water that you can't see. So we want to shed light on that part and not just the easy, you know, seeable senses, um, the portion of the iceberg. We want to know what's underneath it. We want to know what's mass. We want to, you know, study it and we want to really understand what it is that we can't see. So we have a concept of what's there, you know, what, what the possibility is for what is there. So when we move from needing to evolve our individual lives, to recognizing the path of assisting and evolving all of life. We move from individual consciousness to unity consciousness in which what we desire is related to the benefit of all, not just our own individual happiness or joy or peace and abundance, but the well-being of all, collective collective happiness, collective joy, collective freedom, collective abundance. Um, and then we can move into divine joy, divine freedom, divine abundance. Um, that's the next step of this, right? After unity consciousness, now we recognize our oneness, and so now we can exist in a way that we don't have to practice or think anymore about it. 
we don't have to speak about it. We're just being it, and we're being it divinely, which is really connecting and becoming and realizing our divine selves, that we really truly are, right, that we have forgotten and that we've relegated to being a job title or, you know, being a wife or just being a human being even or being this race or that gender, this sexuality, whatever it is, that's it's not who you are. You're an energetic being. You're those things for the for the purpose of just experiencing it and that's all. So when we're literally judging, we're not even judging a person, we're judging something that can't be seen. It's just an agreed upon experience um, to develop your soul's growth. That's it. I mean, we're sitting here, you're gay, you're black, you're, you know, Hispanic, or you're, you know, uh, of this economic class, or you're just, that's nothing, that doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. If somebody's looking at me and they're saying, you know, I, I can embody whatever it is that that title is just to free you from the from the constraint of whatever judgment you had against it. Um, and so that's the purpose of it, and, and it's just for growth, for, you know, the individual who's embodying it as well as the individual who's observing it, if that makes any sense. So we want to definitely be the individual undivided from the whole rather than just the individual, period. If you resonate with what I'm saying and you want to call in, you can call in at 347-996-3263, and we are talking about being undivided from the whole and moving from a sense of self and and service to self to service to others and being in unity consciousness rather than individual consciousness where we are just completely inundated and wrapped up in our own little experience and, and what we can just see in our little world. We're moving beyond that to impact the entire planet and beyond. So from individual consciousness to unity consciousness and being able to impact everyone that we meet in a way that's beneficial for everyone. So that is the concept for today. And because I feel like I was able to get through that fast enough and I hope that I didn't move too fast, we can actually move on to some other concepts, um, if you don't mind. And what I also want to do too is, and I said this before, and this kind of goes with what we're talking about now. I'm going to read a little something that I wrote today. It kind of goes with the topic of today's show. So don't just mindlessly regurgitate someone else's information. We were not all made to think the same thoughts. We were not meant to experience life. And we were meant to experience life in the unique way that only we as individuals can so that we may contribute to the collective consciousness of all. Don't just study. Demonstrate. And so I'll say that again. Don't just mindlessly regurgitate someone else's information. We were not all meant to think the same thoughts. We were meant to experience life in the unique way that only we as individuals can so that we may contribute to the collective consciousness of all. Don't just study, demonstrate. And so that's that's a a recurring theme on the show, and I've had a few shows that were titled um, Don't Just Study or Move from Study to Demonstration because we're constantly studying what other people have done and said and their works and and all of that, and their philosophy, but we, you know, we have to move into demonstration of, you know, we have to move to acting from that place that, that they tapped into that have them be powerful in their lives that have encouraged us to want to study them. So that's one, that's the next step. And then it's actually becoming that for ourselves um, as we were meant to express it, as we were meant to express love or, or artistry or creativity or spirituality or whatever it is, in a way that we can, and we have to move from just studying these people in school and, you know, religious institutions, 
let's stop studying and let's start creating a world that mirrors what those you know people taught us already. You know, we're, we're not remedial beings that need to continue to stress the same things over and over again. If we're not learning it, you know, then maybe some of us are remedial. But I think that you know the fact that we're still you know going engaging in wars and the fact that we're still you know the people are still starving is ridiculous. We have to move beyond that. We have the means to do it. We have the knowledge to do it. We have the access to wisdom to do it. We don't have the wisdom, um, not all of us, but there is, it is out there if we want to tap into that. So nobody has to, you know, struggle. You know, we live in a world where we can create, if we move from just being focused on our own little lives and how, you know, if I give to you, how does that affect me? If we can move from that type of thinking and we can just move into uh, the type of knowing not thinking but knowing that there's more than enough to go around, that there's abundance. That's how ancient people lived for thousands of years. You know, this is how they thrived and that's how they survived. They had more than enough to go around. The Hawaiian Islands has a biological system that can literally feed and house the entire ecosystem of the world, just the Hawaiian Islands. And they had 100% self-sufficiency, I think, a couple of hundred years ago, and now they're down to 15% self-sufficiency. So this is this is what we are doing when we're introducing um, imperialism and colonialism and all of these types of foreign um, ways of, of, of doing things that do not match the higher vibrational frequency that these people were on that we might look at and say, oh, you're primitive. Um, but obviously they knew nature, they knew how to engage with it, they knew how to respect it, and now we've gotten so far away from that. Um, you know, that we're no longer self-sufficient and that we are literally paying people to keep us contained and to keep us, you know, downtrodden, really, and we're voting for people to do that. And that's, you have to know that there's some sort of psychological issue there when you have masses of people that vote against their own interests um, and that engage and that protect those interests that are against our own. And so you know that there's some sort of, psychological issue that's going there or something that is that we are not privy or awake or aware to that we need to we really have to begin to stop studying and move into demonstration. And so that's why you're gonna see, you know, shows like this that are gonna pop up if you go on Netflix or you know, you're gonna see tons of, of documentaries that are popping up or even YouTube where people are, you know, really um putting a lot of information out there. And they're really sharing because they're releasing those fears of, you know, I don't want people to know that this is how I think or I don't want, you know, the government to come and get me because I'm, you know, speaking against war or whatever it is. You know, we're releasing those fears and we're we're developing ourselves so that we can all engage in this information together and not just hoard knowledge. That was, you know, an individual consciousness and we're moving into unity consciousness undivided from the whole. So that is going to be today's topic today, unity consciousness and um, individual being undivided from the whole, another way to look at ourselves in this world. Again, the call-in number is 347-996-3263. So I want to move on. We have about 10 more minutes. Um, And this was going to be something I was going to speak about last week that I thought was pretty interesting. I was walking, or I was talking to a friend last week, um, which, again, I wasn't on the show, and he was saying how he was in a rut, so to speak, for the past, you know, for several years, and we've been close friends, so I know I know what he's talking about, um, and that people around him are beginning to to lose hope in him, and so that's been causing you know some sort of a depression. So they're losing hope um, in him that he can change his life. That's that's his perspective, and that's his 
thinking about, you know, what what it is that's going on and taking place. So as I pondered that, I was I was thinking the next day and I was contemplating um, what Emmy was resonating with, how his other friends were were kind of perceiving what was going on, um, and that was becoming sort of a habitual rut or pattern, some sort of cycle that was going on. And the question wasn't about can, you know, this person, my friend, get out of this rut. It was will, you know, W-I-L-L, will he get out of this rut? You know, so that implies that there's a choice. So, of course, you can you can definitely always transform your life, but will you is the whole other question, and that's what made me ponder this whole notion of will. And we hear the word will, you know, a lot, if you think about it. There's There's so many different types of will. There's free will that we talk about, which is very powerful. There's leaving a will. When you leave somebody a will, you gift them um, certain things that you leave behind, right? And you want, and then you also have the, your personal will, your personal willpower, right? And so the, then you have this whole notion of will versus can, right? And so I, you know, I, I pondered what he was going through and what he was been he's been saying, and and it's you know deciphering the will versus the can willpower versus the can power. Right, and so, and how that affects your free will and all of those things. But if you look at the word will, and you can replace that with can. If you if you're looking at can in regards to yourself or another person, and you're asking that question with the word can, replace it with will, and it's a lot more powerful for you because there's willpower, there's free will, and there's your will to do it. And so that's taking back your own power. Can you implies that there's that there that there's an impossibility somewhere that says that you cannot do something and that's that's um that's flawed. Right? So if you're an infinite being it's it's not a matter of can, it's a matter of will. And so I thought that that was an extremely powerful uh way to kind of look at, you know, what is what's possible in our lives. And then one last thing that I wanted to leave you with is is about inquiry or inner query. Wisdom begins with inquiry until inquiry becomes study, until study becomes practice, until practice becomes your reality. I'm going to say that again. Wisdom begins with inquiry until that inquiry becomes study, until that study becomes practice, until practice becomes your reality. So we we must always kind of stay in that inquisitive state, like, that that childlike state, you know, those children that are always asking why and what, and sometimes you know, with parents, um, you know, you can get annoyed with that, right? But there's an inquisitive nature that that children have that are new to the planet, right? They want to know what all these colors are. They want to know why this person said that. They want to know, you know. So we want to stay in that inquisitive state with an open heart and inquisitive mind. We must wonder how, what, when, where, and why, and not look into the outside world for the answers to reveal themselves, but rely on our inner selves to shed light on that which may have been in the dark. So we want to, you know, especially when, you know, you have children around, we don't want to smother that inquisitive nature within them that's been smothered within us. And we want to get back to that place ourselves where we can be inquisitive, where we can ask, well, what what is this lady talking about, individual, undivided from the whole? What does that mean? And what does it mean for me? Because what it means for you is not the same as what it means for me. What I'm doing is creating a spark inside of you that will have you 
have that impulse of asking the question, of pondering it for yourself. Every single title of the show has to do with you actually relating to it yourself and how it can impact your life in a positive way. But it starts with inquisition, wanting to know, right? Anything that you want to know will be, you know, light will be shed upon it. It will no longer be in the darkness. You will no longer be ignorant of it. And so then you can absorb that into your experience, something that you feel will be beneficial to yourself until you can create something um, beyond that that will help you get to the next level of your own involvement until you're able to be in this whole sense of unity consciousness and you're evolving not for the benefit of just your little life so that you can find peace, so that you can um, you know, develop yourself to be a spiritual master, but so that you can be a beneficial presence on the planet. If, you, if we were meant to just develop ourselves, then we would just be on the earth with just ourselves. We would just be in a simulated room somewhere with nobody else around us, but those people have an agreement to impact us, and we are also impacting them. And, and I'm choosing to impact people in a beneficial way, and I assume if you're listening to the show, you are committed to doing the same. So I want to thank you so much for listening to the show. I have some really cool things that are going on and coming up. And, again, I want to let you know that if you want to listen to any archives, you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash ascended-radio. If you have an iPhone, you can go to their podcast, type in ascended-radio, and uh, the show will come up in every single show that I've ever done. So if you just want to listen to something that's you know positively intended, then you definitely have that opportunity to do that. And I want to thank you again for listening to the show. I will be on again next week. The call-in number is always 347-996-3263. Thank you for listening to Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our divine selves.